0: Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, the podcast where we talk about all things music.
1: Well, the things we care about.
0: Right, which is mainly live music and metal music. Um, if you're watching us, you'll see that we're in a little different of a location. We're yeah. driving home from a show. Uh, what show did we go see?
1: Uh, we went to see Bloodywood in St. Louis.
0: Saget, Sage, whatever Saget, it's called. Sage, Illinois. Um, Possibly. But yeah, they, <laughs> they did keep saying, all the bands are saying St. Louis throughout the performance. Yeah,
1: it's right over the river, so I understand why they're calling it St. Louis. Yeah, it's Kinda the same Kind like of like, yeah. Park is Chicago.
0: I was going to say that exact same thing. It's <laughs> just like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, let me log in here.
1: But also...
0: Yeah, so we actually saw them the night before, too, right? We did
1: see them the night before, yeah. So, I'm not sure how this is going to come together, but... Should we talk about Chicago, then talk about?
0: I think we can kind of roll them in roll one. Them the only thing that's okay. really different is going to be the venue. The venue for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, in Chicago, we did see them the night before. So this is this is all part of their Rack Shack tour, I yeah. believe is how you pronounce that. Do you want to
1: go through all your normal stuff that you like to yeah, go through, let's do and that. then we'll get into the venues? I think that's a good way to do it. Let's go through the stuff that we're that you know, that we normally go through. We'll talk about both venues separately, and then we'll just talk about the concert as a whole. Sure. It was the same.
0: Yeah, for the most part. Yeah,
1: for the most part, yeah.
0: Um, So, as we said, this was the Rack Shack tour. Uh, Rack Shack... As we said, this was the Rack Shack U.S. tour 2023. Um, Opening for them, we had Vended and Wargasm. Uh, We saw the Chicago show at the Metro on May 12th and May 13th the following night at uh, Pop's concert venue in uh, Sage uh, Illinois or St. Louis, however you want to say that. The the tickets for Metro were $25 and $7.08 in fees, no tax. Pops was twenty seven fifty. 50 No it's fees, flat, right? no tax, yep, yep. yep. Uh, both of them had different ticketing distributors. We had eTix for Metro and then TicketWeb. I'm assuming that's just what the general
1: like the venue uses? the venue uses yeah, for their yeah. tickets so that's is, why it's different which is awesome because they're using an independent ticket holder or ticket access or distributors, distributors yeah and not using like a live nation or a Ticketmaster or yep. axs i mean axs is probably the best out of all three that is mentioned but it's cool to use the yeah. local or like the little little in, guys too
0: live nation and Ticketmaster are the same thing they years, are yeah, so yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah um also, though, with the Chicago show, we did the VIP upgrade, the meet right. and greet. Our very first meet and greet. Um, this was $50 and then $10 in fees. Uh, it came with a meet and greet with Bloody Wood, individual photos with Bloody Wood, a 11 by 17 poster, uh, tote bag, and then VIP laminate with lanyard. And honestly, the only reason I wanted that was for the, the poster.
1: <laughs> yeah, Like, yeah.
0: I've paid $50 at a show for a poster um, I think <clears throat> I think the average is like thirty to fifty dollars, yeah. depending on where you get it, probably, and who it is.
1: Probably the size of the poster would have been well so we have two of them from Whitechapel that size and they were fifteen. And both of them were signed also. So this I don't This one know. was signed as well. Yeah, so I don't know what
0: the the, the price quality would be. of this one also, like the paper, is a little thicker. Yeah, it's
1: thicker than the White Chapel one. Whitechapel
0: so, is like a very Yeah. Theme.
1: This could have been twenty five, thirty dollars. Easy. Yeah. Um, and then, but we got assigned also, I mean, they didn't sign it in front of us, but it was already signed when yep. we got it, so.
0: Meet and greet aspect of it was, it was fine. Yeah. Um, you you got into the venue early, you go up to where you're meeting, meeting the band. Um, Vin did, was also doing a meet and greet, so they were upstairs, we were on the balcony, we were on the main floor for Bloody Wood, and we all just sort of huddled in there, kind of in a mass, just standing around, talking with other people, other fans, and then, the, the lady comes out and she's like alright I need everybody to get into a single file line and we'll do the photos and eventually they came in they said hey sorry it was taking a little bit longer uh, they're running a little bit behind the I think because there's another VIP patch they do yes. where you get like the tour bus experience yeah. where you get to go see their tour bus and I think you got to play like video games with them
1: yeah and I think that was pretty limited on how many did that but yeah you got to play like some
0: tech games I Tekken?
1: Tekken? Okay. So they got to play Tekken, and then you get a to tour their tour bus as well. So, that was... I mean, that would be kind of cool, because it's more, like, personal. Yeah. Or whatever. I would have maybe done it and just been like, I don't want to play a video game, but...
0: Yeah. But I think then you also get, like, the meet and greet thing Then you well. did.
1: Yeah, because I saw a couple of people get off the bus, because the bus was sitting right outside of Metro in Chicago, and I saw some people get off the bus, and... Sorry your lanes um and then I saw them in the VIP as well so yeah yeah, yeah. I think you get to do the whole photo op thing as well so.
0: and so yeah we were sitting out waiting to get in for the VIP thing and the the growl vocalist and the guy who sings Hindi um Jayant I think is his name yeah I'm uh, not sure
1: how to pronounce it
0: J-A-Y-A-N-T um and then last name I'm gonna butcher this so sorry Bu, Buadula, uh, B-H-A-D-U-L-A.
1: Yeah, uh, we're really
0: Buadula. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I, I butchered that name, sorry. But he, he just comes out. So we watched also, before they even did their tour, they did like a live stream they were talking about, yeah. their big announcement of they had a tour bus this year. Yeah, it was
1: like three weeks before they came to the U.S., they announced that they had a tour bus. Because when we saw them last year they had a 15-passenger, 12-passenger van, something like that. That they all piled That into. they piled in and, like, slept and all that crap into a van. And yeah. so...
0: But during that, he was wearing this uh, Dragon Ball Z shirt. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Dragon Ball Z, I like Dragon Ball Z. And I think that's then when I decided to... There about... That's when I think I decided to go, like, download all the Dragon Ball oh, Z and yeah. start watching again. Yeah. That you um,
1: legally got.
0: Yeah, sure. Um... <laughs> Anywho, <clears throat> he comes out, he just pops up the bus and, like, pulls out a bag.
1: Yeah. Well, first... So, it was kind of funny because, he, like, he opens the bus door and, like, I'm standing right in front of the bus door and I just, like, look and stare at him. And I'm like, do I say hi? Do I do... What, what do I do? And then he just, like, kind of looks around and then he goes and gets his bag.
0: <laughs> and he, like, sits down there, um, gets out his phone and, like, calls somebody or does something. I don't know what. But I thought that was weird. Like, oh, your phone's down here, but all right, whatever. Um... Yeah, just sitting there under the bus in the little cargo hold like hanging yeah. out um and so the VIP lady who's taking our photos when we went up there she was also doing the photos turns out I can't remember her name Holly feel, Holly yeah Holly. um she's doing the photos they're social managing all of that stuff for this tour um and she just walks up and was like you look like Bilbo Baggins when you're under there like that <laughs> um And that's something that I came to realize Last night at the second show Was These guys are just fucking nerds Yeah Um, Yeah Because I mean There's Dragon Ball Z references in their song Uh, I picked up on that A little while ago Uh, Not right away when I first listened to it But After like second or third listen to a song um, I was like Holy shit They're like Kamehameha And like um, Oh fuck I, I can't think about it King Kai taught Goku this trick or this technique Um Ah <laughs> oh, fuck I can't remember Uh it'll, it'll come to me But I don't know what you're talking about They call that, that oh. Um Kaokin technique Yes Okay Um And they brought that up Like there's a lot of Kaokin energy in here Or some shit like that Uh And then even There was a part last night Where they are singing Or doing their like Crowd interactions They're like Get your fists up Let your Patronuses shout out
1: see all these things i didn't know like i don't like they say it but like i don't like uh resonate with it or what. like i don't know what they're talking about does that make sense
0: like i mean it no it does make sense but it's like well there's a harry potter reference now like (laughs) these guys are just fucking nerds and i love it like i'm nerdy at my heart too like comic books c2e like c2e is like yeah my thing I look forward to every year I love that fucking yeah. show so much
1: so even in the photo like they're doing like hand movements and stuff yeah. like they're like posing in a way I didn't understand it. I just thought it was cool but you said it was Dragon Ball Z like stuff or like something from Dragon Ball
0: Z you were like oh it's a Pokemon thing
1: I did say Pokemon and I was because like well cause he's holding I can't I'm driving I'm sorry guys he's holding his yeah it's open. like that it's yeah.
0: I was like no that's Goku's Kamehameha <laughs> like that's what he's doing um
1: I'm not into any of that, so I don't know.
0: And he was wearing that same, like we said, that Dragon Ball Z shirt again. Uh, Another guy had like a five finger.
1: I know. Kill switch engage.
0: Kill switch engage. Yeah.
1: And then um, the um, Indian drummer. I don't know what his name is, um, but he's he plays the traditional drum, and he was wearing an emirates like soccer jersey, or football jersey. I guess you would call it football jersey. Um. And then. Raul was wearing. Um, was he wearing the same shirt they wore that night for the concert? The green. I don't know. No I can't flag remember. shirt. Yeah. Um, oh no, he said stop war. It, his said stop wars on it. It was like a black. It, um, it was in Star Wars writing, but it said stop wars oh, instead of Star it? Wars. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't know. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a cool experience. I mean, the whole experience was a minute. Like, that you get with the band.
0: Yeah, so, like, you yeah, you just, like, shake their hand, say hi. Yeah. Uh, some people were having more conversations yeah, with them. I yeah. think somebody had a set list from a past show that um, they had them sign. No,
1: she printed out her ticket.
0: Because oh, she was standing in front of us, and I okay. saw it.
1: So, she, like, actually printed the whole ticket thing that you could print,
0: I guess. Gotcha. So, like, when you scan to go in type of thing and have yeah. them sign that. That's yeah. kind of cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is kind of cool. Um, like, we had a little bit of interaction with them because I was wearing Avatar, and, um, the Hindi vocalist said, again, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but the Hindi vocalist was like, um, oh, Avatar, they're a good band. And I was like, yeah, like they're, um, I, I joked and I was like, come back to Chicago on Monday. They'll be here. <laughs> but, um, I don't know if he, uh, like, I mean, it was so quick. It's like such a quick interaction. It's not yeah. like a, um, you know, like sit down and actually have a conversation and it's so quick and then you get your picture taken and.
0: Then we had to leave the venue again, but we stood in a separate line because we got in first. Yeah, but yeah. Just, I think that's just how they. That's they just how they did, did it. Did yeah. their thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: which is a small venue, so it kind of makes sense. Like you can't just have people like hanging out in the venue. Yeah, I don't know.
0: It- um, yeah, and and like I said, the the whole thing. If you didn't get the poster, I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, if they had just a poster for selling merch, I would have just bought it there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like yeah. buying posters and collecting posters from bands yeah. for officially live shows. Yeah, as you know, because yeah. we do the
1: whole six 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 poster edition. Yep, so. yep, yep. Um, we'll put up uh, a photo of us with the band.
0: Yeah, um, it's kind of cool. Or, um, it's cool. Venue, I guess. Jumping yeah. into Metro. Yeah, let's talk
1: about the Metro first because that's where we went in Chicago. Yep. I
0: I like this venue a lot. It, it's old it's up by Wrigley it's like a block north of Wrigley yep um
1: it almost looks like I mean it does have like a little marquee thing but it almost just looks like you're entering like a bar or something like it doesn't it's not like a Aragon or something like that that's like
0: screaming like it doesn't have the massive marquees that they have yeah Yeah. it has like a little thing that jets out with their logo yep and then they can put like with the the old letters and The old, yeah like the
1: little like Um, to put the letters up yeah like
0: gas station letters or I guess like uh fast food letters fast food letters yeah. yeah they use them too but yeah just this old old building uh lots of character it's ornate everywhere like it's, it's really cool the main stage is upstairs so when you enter in the the first level that's where like your coat check is um and merch was down there as yep. well and then yeah. you go through security you go up the stairs Very similar to Aragon. Yep, yep. Where you go up the stairs and then it splits going left or right. Yep. And they had stairs on both sides of that main. So, like, when you walk and you walk straight in, and then you can go left or right, and there's stairs, and then once you hit the landing of those stairs, you go left or right up another flight. Yep. Um, then when you're up there on the second floor, that's the main show floor. Uh, massive bar around the, that sort of jets around the stage left.
1: Cash only bar. Cash only, yeah. So... If anybody is listening to this and going to Metro for any show, cash only. But they have ATMs.
0: They do have ATMs. But, um, and then from here, also, you can go up to the third floor, which is where the balcony yes, is. Yes, yep. I didn't actually go up there. I wanted to, and I forgot to. You did, because that's where the women's restroom is. Yeah,
1: so up there is a bar in the middle. Um, and, sorry, I can't use my hands because I'm driving. But there's a bar in the middle, and then it... Um, like kind of wraps around, um, the entire floor. Um, so you have basically like a rail at the top or the balcony rail, I guess, like that wraps around the whole thing. Um, I did see that was pretty full, like right in front of the stage was pretty full when I went up there, um, just on the rail, not like back. Um, and then on the sides, there were a couple folding chairs. Um, but I don't think it was like for patrons to sit on maybe it is
0: yeah I don't think I I saw anybody up there during the show yeah I can't remember though
1: I think I mean because if you did sit you wouldn't be able to see it's not like yeah um balcony seating or whatever it's not like a raised seating so I think the folding chairs might have been for employees to sit on honestly but
0: yeah anyway I mean I don't know, it's very ornate, too, around the main stage as well. In two yeah. miles, keep right
1: onto um, I-55 North.
0: Very ornate around the main stage as well. I I don't know, I. this is our first time there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was our first time. And, I mean, it's ornate, but not ornate in the way of, like, Aragon or House of Blues. No,
0: I, um, I guess when I'm saying ornate, I'm thinking more like it's old architecture yeah 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 old old building yeah
1: that's what i was gonna say it's like and on both sides of the stage there is like a little um ornate i would call this ornate but like an ornate cutout where you would i mean maybe put a figure there and then have a light shine down or something like to spotlight it so
0: and like i guess also when i say ornate i'm thinking like the facade around the stage like you have yeah, yeah you have more texture and more it, it gives it... I don't know. This yeah, it's old feel. Plaster. plaster. Plaster, yeah. yeah. The plaster look. But, um, I don't know. I I was amazed when we got in there. It's kind of small. It
1: is small. I was surprised at how small it was. Because yeah. I was expecting something a little bit larger.
0: Yeah. And when I think about this building. Or I thought this winter down there watching it. Um, I don't know how many people were there. I know you said... Metallica only sold 300 tickets when they did their surprise show. Um,
1: I, I made up a number. I, oh, I said good. like
0: okay.
1: I think I was just saying like oh no wonder they only sold 300 tickets. Like, gotcha. I knew it was a very small amount. It could hold like a thousand maybe because okay. like if you think about the balcony and down below um, it could maybe hold that. I tried to look around to find like a capacity sign and I, I mean I didn't look hard but I didn't see one.
0: But when I was standing there watching, I don't remember exactly when I thought this, but I was like, this is what I want House of Blues to be like.
1: Yes, Like, yeah.
0: it's just a giant open floor. Yeah. Not giant, but it's just an open floor that you're, yeah. you're standing on. The one weird thing, later on, towards, after, after, uh, or, orgasm. Orgasm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we moved over to, further to our right on stage left, and there's, like, this little platform thing. That you like step up onto. I think that could be a place where other bands play or they said I don't know what the um, what it was that purpose is. In front of the
1: other bars, so
0: Yeah, I mean, but it looks like it was a small stage that like a small band could play on. But Possibly. like you have the big stage, so I don't know why you would do that.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um it was weird. That's all uh, I wanted to bring up. But
1: we stood up there so I could see the whole thing. So
0: Yeah, but uh I this is like I said, this is what I want House of Blues to be it just I don't need all of the, the railings yeah. and the little cutout walkways and stuff like that. Like, it actually, in my opinion, hurts the venue and the viewing experience because you can't really move around. And we've talked about that a lot. So,
1: yeah.
0: um, going here, I was very happy to finally be here, finally see a show. Yeah,
1: because this is the place that like everybody's like, "Oh, have you been to the Metro?" Yeah. And we're always like, "No."
0: <laughs> it's like an iconic location yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. So. and there
1: was like I think there was three concerts this month there. And this is the only one that we could make it yeah. work to go, and now I kind of, not that I'm disappointed, but I'm like, man, I wish we would have been able to see more shows, but there was yeah. just so much that we already booked for, so. Uh,
0: I don't know. It was a fun, awesome experience. Yeah. I, I liked this yeah. venue a lot.
1: Uh, do you want to talk about the Pops? Let's do
0: Pops, yeah. Okay. Let's get into that. Um, so, as you said, this was right across the border, right over the river. Yep. From St. Louis. We stayed in St. Louis. Yeah.
1: It, we stayed in St. Louis by the Arch, and it was a three-mile drive.
0: Yeah, like a six-minute drive yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, really massive parking lot that you go into. Yep. It said a burlesque club, I think. Well, no, cabaret club or something. It's strip. There was. I think there was two them.
1: strip clubs. Were there two? So yeah, because right by the dispensary that we went to today was Diamond, which I'm pretty sure was a strip club, oh, shit. and then the Country Something. I'm pretty sure it was a
0: strip club as well. Oh, I only um, saw the one behind. I didn't think Diamond. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing that Seeing ever. that one?
1: Yeah. So that was connected to the dispensary that we went to today. Um, I want to get the name right. It's Pops Music Hall?
0: Pops Concert Venue.
1: Oh, Pops Concert Venue. Okay, okay. I'm and pretty it's in,
0: sure. At least that's what I have on the spreadsheet. It's
1: on Sage, Illinois. Or Saget. Saget, um,
0: Sage, whatever. Yeah, yeah Illinois, How you pronounce Saget. that? Yeah. Um, but even their Instagram is... Pops Rocks STL for St. Louis. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so they
1: claim St. Louis too.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a venue right there. Yeah,
1: it makes sense. When we stopped
0: yeah. for lunch on the way home, uh, they were talking about it too. Like, oh yeah, they go to Pops all the time.
1: Oh, uh, really? Did they say that? They did. So, like, oh, I didn't hear that.
0: We're, we were like an hour north of Pops yeah. or something
1: like that. Yeah.
0: So. It must
1: be a pretty popular place then to go.
0: Yeah. Or but, like
1: a small venue place. kind of like a forge or a um, I, like, I mean, Chicago has a lot, like, Aragon and all those. But, like, Forge would probably be the closest type of thing. I don't
0: know. Like, this is such a weird venue. Well, it is.
1: I, sorry, I was meaning, like, a small venue that books main bands. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what I was meaning. Gotcha. I'm so sorry. I wasn't meaning, like,
0: yeah. No, the, I,
1: the look of it and everything.
0: And maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Um, this is our first show we've seen there. So, I've actually never heard of this venue before this. So No, I've never, yeah. I have no idea what does come there and what doesn't. Um, It's a weird venue. Um, It's a bar. Yeah, we (laughs) left and I was like, or we were standing there getting ready to leave and I was like, this reminds me of something we would see in Grinnell, Iowa. Like where we grew up. Um, It reminded me a lot of Mm -hmm. the Ninth Hole. Yeah. But larger. Yeah. Uh, The Ninth Hole used to be a bar. It's kind of closed down a long time ago, I think. But it was just this long, straight bar and this was too, right? It's this really long, rectangular building. Uh, half of it was closed off, and there was like video gambling machines and whatnot on that side. I remember looking through the curtain and couldn't quite see and couldn't quite. Yeah, they have make a bar it.
1: over there too, because I could see that. Yeah, but,
0: but that wasn't in use tonight. No, the main show floor. Like you, you had the stage in front. A lot of high-top tables yes. in the middle, yeah. uh, and then in the back, you had another bar back there where people were working yep. and serving up beer and whatnot. And that there was were, a pretty big bar. Yep. Yeah. You had a balcony up top as well.
1: Yeah, we didn't go up there. We need to work on that. Yeah. Where even before the concert starts, just
0: take the, a take a loop. <laughs> the cool thing I did notice about that, however, was the sound stage or the soundboard was up there oh was it so oh. it wasn't on the main floor it was I think so anyway I okay. thought that's what I noticed okay. it was up there um and then yeah it, honestly I mean this this venue is weird like I said it's it's a bar that has a stage in, the high tops were a little weird to me uh, but everybody was taking those up like right away that was, seemed like the main thing to take up yeah. was get your high top yeah um but i really enjoyed this venue it was i did too really cool it's, i did too it's weird but like weird in a good way yeah it's very it, it's like a
1: it's country in my mind
0: yeah i can see Does that Does that make
1: sense like it's like a not country like country music but like uh, small town, like, like Midwest Iowa. Midwest, yeah, Midwest kind of, feels yeah, of it. yeah, definitely. Um, but the first time that we saw, Beach, sorry, that we saw Bloodywood was in Beat Kitchen in Chicago, which is also a bar venue. It's just set up a little bit differently, where it's the bars in front, and then the stage is in a separate room in the back. Because of how Chicago buildings are, it's like long, so you can't really have the I mean, if it was like set up the same, like where the bar and the venue were in the same, or the bar and the stage were in the same room, it would be almost the same.
0: Yeah, I've I've been to a few more of those bar type shows than you have, and they're all basically set up the same way, where there is a split between the bar and the. So
1: different than this. Yeah, where there's
0: there is sort of a barrier, a doorway. A wall that you have to like go through okay. to get to the music aspect of the venue okay um i think that's much more common especially in chicago like you're saying and it could be due to the way the buildings are built and designed yeah. like they're older buildings a lot of the time right that they've just sort of been repurposed for here's a bar up front and mm-hmm. a music venue in the back and also like when you do that now you can also keep that separate for people who just want to hang out and have a drink um, yeah,
1: like, Beat Kitchen, I don't know if they allowed
0: that. Or they may not was. have because it had been a sold-out show. It was a
1: sold-out, yeah.
0: But if it wasn't a sold-out show, they may have been just like, no, you're fine. Uh, yeah. Another one that's similar to that is, like, uh, Bottom Lounge. Yeah. Where it's set up a little differently, for sure, because it's a newer building that they built. But same thing where you, you there's a clear divide between what the bar is. The two, yeah. This one really wasn't, it was yeah. just, like, was it wide open.
1: I might be going there. Yeah. I might be able to... Give my opinion on that sometime.
0: Um but yeah, I I loved this venue too. I it did was too. really cool. I liked
1: the experience. So my thought when we first walked in and seeing that the high tops were set up, and they were set up with like bar stools like,
0: yep.
1: like a bar bar. Um when I first saw that, I was like, is there enough room here for like a floor? In my mind. Like that's the first thing I thought of. Um But I mean it worked out perfect. I mean, i really enjoyed this show here and I really enjoyed the venue as a whole and there was enough room I mean it's so big that you could like move out and in and move all over the place so we were on
0: stage right this night so uh the previous night stage left where we almost always end up going for some reason and then stage right this particular show
1: yeah and this time we so we started off on like a barrier not like the rail um but then some people moved so then you were like on the rail and I was like on the barrier for a little bit um,
0: yes, yeah, so we did basically get rail yeah. for the show. Um, I mean, it was
1: easy though. When we got there, there was
0: <coughs> there weren't many people there. Not um, many. Yeah. It didn't seem like at the end of the night. Also, there were a whole lot of people as well. I,
1: was, I thought it filled out pretty well. It, it did. Was fill just, out. It was yeah, just but spread out.
0: It did. Yeah, but it wasn't
1: like Chicago. I don't think it like, was a
0: sold out show. No, no, by no. Any and
1: means. Chicago was per. I mean, Chicago wasn't sold out. It wasn't. No, they. because oh. like even on the marquee, it said or marquee the sign whatever. It said tickets available. Oh, okay. So, um, and I'm sure if it was sold out, they would put sold out there instead of the tickets available. There. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Chicago was pretty full. It, it filled out pretty well, too, so.
0: Yeah, it did. Um, uh, I guess getting into the bands, then, unless there's anything else you want to talk about the venue. No, wise. no.
1: I, th- I mean, yeah, let's, let's just go into orgasm.
0: Yeah, so same thing. Both nights, I don't feel like this was a more... Pre-COVID show experience, in my opinion, where yep. people don't show up for the first band and then yep. they slowly start to fill up. Yeah, later. and both
1: nights were that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and Orgasm from the UK. Yep. Uh, come out and I I really liked this band. I know you <laughs> you didn't. Uh, I
1: didn't as much. The second night was better.
0: Okay. Because you but kind of knew what to expect? I knew what to expect, yeah. Okay. Where the
1: first night I was, like, trying to figure it out sort of thing.
0: So one thing we didn't mention, the first night we did go with a friend, Alex of ours. Yeah. Um, met him there for the show, and he was saying he listened to a bit of their music. Apparently there were, like, two orgasms, one So. more techno and then one, the UK one that is Alex. Band.
1: Alex is not the one that mentioned that. It was a guy that we were talking oh, to okay VIP one that the said that, okay. that, he, that he thought that there was two and the non-UK one was going to be at the show. Okay. So now I kind of want to look up to see what the other one sounds like. Um, I didn't get the techno aspect that he was talking about that he heard on Spotify, though.
0: Did he say that with the... I was confused. I'm, I yeah. thought he said there's... The orgasm we saw, and there's more of a techno one that he listens so, to. So,
1: yeah, maybe the one that we saw is the one that he was mentioning. But I anyway, thought he said the UK one was the yeah. techno. But, I, I mean, that's a conversation that we didn't, like, I don't know. I guess
0: the the thing I wanted to bring up that I okay. thought was funny was, I thought Alex, we had that conversation with Alex. And after they got done, um, Alex said, not my cup of tea. <laughs> And right. it, Just how I, he said it Well that And then I I didn't put two and two together Until Oh The yesterday morning When we were driving to St. Louis Of Oh they're Brits Brits love tea Uh So not my cup of tea So like, that was a little It was very punny of him That was a little um, pun Yeah
1: I didn't I, catch that <laughs> I hate
0: puns But That one made me smile When I thought about the next one. Once day. you got it <laughs> I don't know if that's what he was going for But that's why I said like That whole conversation And that yeah. One comment it made yeah. me smile Um but I, you said the same thing. Like you didn't enjoy them the first night. I loved them. I thought they were fucking awesome. Uh, it's they, they call themselves new metal, I think. But and I get, I get yeah. that. I definitely get the new metal yeah. aspect. Yeah,
1: I get that too.
0: But I definitely get heavy, heavy punk influence as I, well.
1: I see. I think it's a little too, I'm gonna say punky, but a little too much on the punk side um, than the new metal side. I get the new metal aspects as well. Um, but yeah, I just. The second I was better, but like you said, I think it was because I knew what to expect or I knew yeah, what was coming. Yeah, you knew what was going in. But um, I still, I mean, I don't think it's going to be on my list of, oh, my God, I have to listen to this. Um,
0: they announced—they said they were going to come back in, in September. September. Yeah. I'm going to go see them again in September. I think it's, oh, cool. I yeah. had a blast. I'll
1: go with you. I mean, I'll go with you to see them. It's just not something that I think I'm going to be listening to in the between something
0: yeah uh going over their set list real quick uh super fiend drill rage all over pyro pyro fuck star backyard bastards lap dance and spit and i think it's backyard bastards where i think that's the turn i'll have to listen to it again um but how it starts uh, I'm pretty sure it's this one. Um, it reminded me a lot of OTEP, the oh, okay. the music and the vocals and the cadence.
1: Yeah.
0: All reminded me of like Royal, uh, or Royals, whatever. However, whatever the fucked up that song is. Yeah. But it it had a to me a very heavy OTEP vibe on that one particular track. Um, the energy of the band was fucking awesome. The
1: energy is crazy. I yeah.
0: And they're doing everything. Like, they come out, and there's two singers, the this female singer, vocalist, and male vocalist. And he's playing guitar, she's playing bass. They have another guitar player with them. Um, they have the drummer, too. And, and then they have this dude on a gun case. Which which is <laughs> not, paper, a gun. not not a gun.
1: Um, I like I like that. Maybe we could do you have a photo of I that? I do, yeah. Maybe we could put a photo up of that or something to show it. It's it's fun.
0: It's that's the first thing I noticed when yeah. we walked in. Before
1: you even got in the door, you're like, not a gun. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah.
0: And I don't so like I said, they come out, she's playing bass, the other vocalist is playing guitar. Um and then it's just those members, right? There's not another guitar player. There's Maybe a guitar not... player. No, there's the one guitar player. Yeah. But there's not a third. There's not a third. No. Okay. No. And after, like, the first track, they walk over, the two vocalists do, and hand this dude with the gun case um, their guitars. And he, like, takes them. He's tuning them up. I did notice at the Metro also their, the sound stage was off to the the side off to the side as well on our side on stage left and he did look down at him he like pointed up like yeah, we I need saw more that yeah. feedback or whatever yeah. and but then he's up there fiddling with shit too and I was like what the fuck are you doing um and he's fucking going insane during this performance yeah. like head banging his ass off and just losing his mind um But he's doing something in this case, so I think he's a sound engineer, he's also DJing a little bit, I think, I picked that up a little bit last night at the second show, um, and then for Spit, which is a cover, they break into Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. as well, like a little hint there, and he comes out and sings that and jumps around, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck his role in the band is, but he's a blast to watch
1: he is so we were on stage left where he was standing um at the metro in chicago and oh my gosh his like headbanging energy was just insane like i mean you just said that but i i couldn't imagine like i don't know i don't know how people go like that for even 30 minutes like i mean we headbang, but not like that
0: yeah uh <laughs> I don't know, the stage performance all around, uh, the other guitar players just sitting up there jumping around, jumping in circles and shit, they're all having a great time. Yeah, um, I
1: wonder if they're all from the UK.
0: Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm curious. I would assume so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, we don't know much about the band except for that they're from the UK. Uh,
0: I, I had a blast. I
1: yeah.
0: I love their set, I love their energy. I did love the music, it was really good. It was definitely more punky, um, and I'm not super big into punk anyway, So this is sort of like... That is weird. This is like the border for me of like, all right, if it went a little bit too more on the punk side, maybe it wouldn't have...
1: Because even some metalcore that I've been listening to, you're like, oh, it sounds a little punky to me. And you're like, I can't... I don't like it. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I've never really been into punk for some reason. It's so weird. Um, Which is just like a cousin of metal, in my opinion. Um,
1: A lot of people think... Well, not think, but... I mean, there's that line where you're like, oh, I'm into rock music or whatever, but it's like the punky yeah. music, yeah. Uh, which is fine, cool, like do whatever you are into, I don't...
0: I will say the yeah. crowd energy all throughout both shows, um, I did enjoy Chicago a bit more, yeah. and I yeah, don't know Especially if,
1: during Wargasm. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah. I also don't know if that was just sort of the... Number of people? The number of people in the setup, where yeah. with the Metro, it is more yeah. closed in. Versus this, which is just so massive and big, and you have plenty of room to like bounce about, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like both aspects of it. In terms of the crowd energy and crowd atmosphere, I did enjoy the Metro a little bit more. A
1: little bit better. But
0: yeah. overall, both both nights for all the bands were fucking awesome. Uh, but you, yeah, that is true. They there's a bit where they're like, "Do you guys know what a circle pit is? Let's do a <laughs> circle pit." And Chicago starts doing one right away. And they do the same bit where yeah. they start playing the song, and then the the male vocalist comes out and he's like, "Hold up! Stop! Stop! Stop!" I fucking asked you if you know what a circle pit is. Chicago knew what a circle pit was. Last
1: night that was funny when they were like,
0: which was the night before. Yeah, it
1: was like Chicago knew what it was. Uh,
0: but in, in Chicago, it's like LA knows what a circle pit yeah, is. Yeah. Do you fuckers know what yeah. it is? I said circle pit. Fucking go, and then it, you know, and then they yeah. start the song over. Uh, that was kind of a fun bit. Yeah. I did enjoy that. In
1: Chicago, it was fun. Last night, it was expected. Yeah. So then I, was, I mean, it's the same show. We know that. Like, yep. So, I mean, that's nothing. But um, last night was kind of more of like a... There was four guys that were doing a circle pit. So, yeah. it was kind of... I mean, granted, we can't speak because we...
0: We don't do that. Do that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and the other bit that I really enjoyed... And so, toward the end of the set... They start getting their instruments out again. She starts picking up the bass again and playing that. He picks up the guitar, I think, and plays that for the last song. But there's a moment, I think, for that last song where he stands on the rail. And oh, right. the sound engineer guy comes back and gives him a lot of rope, essentially, right, for the sound, for the mic port. And he'll, he stage drives into the crowd and crowd surfs for a little bit. In Chicago, it was funny because when he jumped the mic became unplugged Oh. and the dude's standing up there and he's like holding it, looking at it, looking <laughs> at it. I saw him. that, yeah, yeah. And then he like looked at the girl and he's like, the woman, she's like, he's like, he's, what did I do? he's not, but he's still out there singing. Yeah. Miles, keep left onto I-55 North toward Chicago. And as soon as he jumps back on stage, he takes it, plugs it back in, he just continues singing like nothing happened. Right, it was, right. That, that was hilarious to me. Like shit like that's going to happen on your, your show. The band doesn't stop, and all yeah. right, we, we yeah. can't do this. Everybody yeah. kept going, and like, whatever. It is what it is. We'll keep going. It's oh, it's part of the live experience. Right to happen. Right. Um,
1: I and mean, what are you going to do? Like, stop it? And be like, oh, sorry, sorry. Got to do that all over again. Yeah. Like, no, you just keep going.
0: Um, so yeah, I'll check them out again. I I had a lot of fun at yeah. that show. Yeah,
1: I'll go when uh, you go. If I mean, they said that they're coming in September. So if we can make it, like, I'll go with you. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, I'm not gonna
1: be like no you have to go by yourself yeah unless they're with baroness
0: then i'm not like, one <laughs> uh great band check them out it's a lot of fun they're they're great live too um and then that leads us to vended
1: vended from des moines iowa, des moines,
0: iowa our <laughs> pseudo old home type thing yes <laughs> um we were supposed to see vended at line fest they're like one of the first openers if not the first opener.
1: um i think there was- Oh, they might have been first. Yeah, they might have been the first band. Um, or, that, or they were the second band.
0: But we didn't get to see them because we were in a fucking line. Yeah. Uh, which we have had a whole podcast on that. Yep. Someday we'll post it. Um,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll get that posted sometime. Maybe before this. I don't know.
0: It, it was a shitty experience. And it sucks because they came on and they fucking killed it. I loved this band. I know.
1: If we would have seen them... La, um, in 2021, in September, like we would have been like checking them out all last year too, and yep. hopefully seeing them last year, but we didn't know because we were in line. So
0: yeah, and I don't know. They came out and it was a killer fucking show. Um, so much goddamn energy again. The sound was awesome. I I had a blast with this band. Um,
1: so with the band, um, this is the lead vocalist is Corey Taylor's son from Slipknot. And then the drummer is Clown Son, also from Slipknot.
0: Yep, so Griffin Taylor, the vocalist. Yep. Um, Simon Crayhorn, Crayhand, sorry. Crayhand, yeah. Simon Crahan is the drummer. Uh, then you also have Cole Esplend. Okay. Uh, fucked up that name, sorry. Connor, I'm going to fuck this up too. Sorry. Cole uh, and
1: Connor, got those. Cole and Connor.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: what are, are they the guitarists? Uh, or is it not say?
0: Not Colin. Cole. Cole is lead guitar. Connor is guitar as well. And Jeremiah is bass and backing okay. vocals.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so, yeah, uh, I knew, I knew Griffin was Corey Taylor's
1: Yes, yeah. Son.
0: yeah. Uh, I may have known about Simon being, uh, Clown Son, um, but, I, yeah, I, mm.
1: I think when, well, I don't know when they formed as a band, but I remember hearing, like, the first thing, and it was either on, you know, one of those things, like, The Pit, or uh, Some, Metal Junkie, yeah, or yeah. something, you know, one of those, like, online publications, which was probably done by one, and then they all copy it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, it was, they, said like, oh, Clown and Corey's son, um, formed a band out of, you know. Yeah. Um, they kind of made it seem like on the backs of Slipknot, but...
0: So, yeah, um, I was I was trying to debate how much of this to bring into the yeah. episode to yeah, talk about, but um, I had heard that too, and I don't know if it was on the magazines or other We might bands, have read the same
1: thing. <laughs>
0: but early on, I remember people being like, oh, well, they're just they're only here because of...
1: Yeah.
0: Corey Taylor and, and Sean. Yeah. And I was like... I mean... Sorry. Take a quick drink. Um... I mean, to some extent, I guess, I can see people being like, well, you, you had doors open for you because you know these people. And... But... To some extent, that's true. But that's how life works. It's yeah. all about who you know and yeah. making those connections. Like... I remember in high school, uh, I think our principal at the time was saying, like, you got to network. You have to know how to network. Networking's the most important thing you can learn. It's the best skill you can have. Network, network, network. And I was like, fuck you. This is stupid. (laughs) I don't care. But it is. Like, it's who you know. It's those connections that 10 years down the road, somebody you met at a work thing, a work event that is they remembered you and they're spinning up like a side project they're working on they're like hey um you were cool I worked with you a little bit you were awesome to work with hang out with like you're yeah. good at what you do you want to you want to come try this out yeah so like yes that's true who you know opens doors but all it does is open the door if you can't back that shit up then right then you're going nowhere right and they're two of five members there's three other members in this band that are you know in this band as well so it's not just these right two it's right the band as a whole and the band as a whole is fucking awesome yeah they're so good the energy on the stage and we were talking about this too you mentioned that he sounds just like Corey yeah Taylor.
1: yeah like the voice sounds very similar and mean, I love Corey Taylor's voice but his voice sounds very similar. Um, and also his uh, singing technique, I guess. I don't know how you would say that. But stage presence. The stage presence is very similar as well. Um, but you were saying at the, when we saw them the first time on the Metro, it's like, well, or maybe it was after the concert, I can't remember, but you were like, well, when you have like, it used to be called like an apprenticeship, but like if you have like a mentor that does something one way that's how you're gonna pick it up and do it as well well yeah same as like any office job like if you get trained by somebody who does it one way that's how you're gonna do it as well even if somebody else does it differently
0: it's not even just being trained one way by one person right like it's also i think nowadays a master class a master class in x um and if you want to be a front person i would say you look at james hetfield and Corey Taylor, in my opinion, are... And I guess maybe, like, Till Linderman, like, for, like, (laughs) For putting on a show and putting on... And just, like, commanding a crowd and what they do, how they approach their craft. Um, Because it's not just singing. It's it's the movements. It's how do you get the crowd energized. um, How do you interact with them? All of that sort of stuff goes into the craft of being a lead vocalist, right? So... If you're going to learn from it, those are the three people I would say, watch them. Do what you're going to, you know, follow what they do. So, even if he's not Corey Taylor's son. He could have just
1: listened to Slipknot and picked up. And picked up
0: on, oh, here's what he, here's what Corey's doing. I like that. He gets the crowd, like, when he does this thing, the crowd responds to it. And that's the good response that I want. So, having them, Corey, as your father as well. You can just pick his brain and be, like... You can find all the nuances and get the, like, feedback. Like, hey, I saw you do X, Y, Z. That was good. Try tweaking this a little bit. Or look at this. Like, I don't know if they have those conversations. But, like, if I was in his shoes, that's what I would probably have been doing as well, right? Right,
1: right. And, like, I want to kind of go back to that article that... We probably write almost the same thing. Yeah, yeah, Or whatever. But to kind of play it off as, like... Uh, this band is only here because their fathers are in a very successful band. It's kind of bullshit because like you said, like they have worked hard and yeah. they have three other members who
0: well Busting we don't their know. Asses off.
1: Well we and we don't know. Like maybe their parents are in music in some way, but we you know, it's not like they're in Slipknot. But it's also what I was gonna say is like any profession... You're going to kind... Well, you're either going to mimic what your parents do, or you're going to be like, I don't want to be like them, and I'm going to do this. Yeah. So, there's so many, like, other um, trades and everything that, like, you follow your parents into that, or you follow somebody that you know into that. So, it's, like, kind of bullshit to be like, they're only a band because of X. So... And then, I mean, maybe whoever wrote that article, like, has changed their mind now, but... Still, it's a comment to make. On and
0: that. yeah, and not to spend too much time on Slipknot, but um, we went to see them at Knotfest in yep. Denver. When was that? Twenty nineteen. Twenty
1: nineteen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I remember that was a great show. I loved it. I remember standing there. We were on stage right, I think, at that particular show. Okay, I
1: don't remember that.
0: I do because it was funny because they they they're using their new setup. That they had for We Are Not Your Kind and whatnot, right? And under the drum kit, the side percussion drum kit, right? So you have the two on yeah, the yeah, side yeah. and yeah. the middle. Yeah, I've um, it.
1: Yeah.
0: Corey, in between songs, would go off stage, grab some water, um, and, and just cool down a little bit, and then come back out. And then, next song, go out, get another drink of water, come back out. And we were sort of far enough over that you can kind of see behind the stage sort of thing or off to the side and you'd see Corey go back there and there's this blonde kid just
1: oh my gosh what was that
0: jumping around and like fuck yeah that's awesome you're doing great it's yeah. fucking cool you're killing it and i'm like what the fuck is this corey has got himself a hype man like, was that griffin i think it was oh my gosh i think so like <laughs> i just i was like what the shit? What is going on here? Yeah. This is kind of cool. I don't know what the fuck's all, this is all about. But, or if it's just like a fan, like, I had no clue what was going on. I was like, Yeah. Who is this guy? What's he doing here? I
1: kind of remember that, because I remember you could see backstage, but I kind of remember that, but, like, I wasn't putting anything together that that could have been.
0: I'm pretty sure it was, now looking back on it, but, um, I do remember that.
1: So back to the whole... Sorry, I, something just popped in my mind about the whole, like, oh, they're only here because of yeah, yeah. Slipknot. But I guess somebody could play that up as Slipknot. I don't know if they toured with Slipknot, but, like, say, Line Fest, Like, they signed them to Linefest. Yeah. But they were an opening, opening, opening band. I don't so know. I
0: think that may have been part of it as well, of, like, one of the. this is a band Fox? that shouldn't... Like, they're so young in their career to be, at this point, like have this
1: at this festival ha, or yeah
0: be at this slot even though it's like an opening slot yeah. like it's i didn't get that as well like there were a lot of newer bands at that particular yeah Look at at any Seven, festival. uh gate creeper Knock yeah. loose like slipknot not for doing that shit forever of just like yeah. bringing up younger bands and we've talked about this too where it helps everyone out like you support the younger bands that are coming up and you give them support Mm -hmm. their fans are then going to like grow and it just helps you overall if if one band succeeds every band succeeds because fans are going to want to seek out more music like this band they're going to want to go to more performances like this band yep so if let's say Trivium is doing well like and they're popping up uh say that they're doing well uh Avatar Avatar open for them right
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. now is becoming like a headlining thing yeah. so like it's it's very cyclical like it's you don't just help yourself out you help yeah. out everybody in the community yeah. and the community as a whole growth and I love that mentality and yeah. I definitely see it in and you metal hear, for sure
1: you hear that a lot like at the concerts where the openers are so, like really grateful for people who show up for the opening acts because they know well not always but like they know that pretty much you're probably not there to see them.
0: And Griffin even said that yeah. during the thing. He's like, "Dude, Wargasm and Bloodywood have been so kind yeah. and genuine and just amazing people to us on this tour. So yeah. they deserve yeah. all the love you give them. Yeah. So give them all your love. Like so these guys are fucking awesome. All these bands are awesome."
1: And Griffin, I mean, Griffin and Bloodywood both. Uh, I don't remember um, Wargasm saying you know like thank you for buying tickets basically <laughs> but uh Vended and Bloodywood both were like um you know like thank you thank you thank you for you know coming to the show basically or like buying our merch buying ever you know like doing whatever um, cuz i mean that's yeah. how they make their living that's how you know and they're very grateful to be on this tour with Bloodywood as well so uh
0: Okay, yeah, going over their set list Let's go quick. into the set. They came out to the intro. I liked the intro they came out to. Um, I know the song some... Yeah, they came out to their intro where it's just playing a song and then it like staticky cuts yeah. to a different thing. Like it's...
1: Kind of like you're moving the radio. Right.
0: It's very early 2000s, very early, like late 90s sort of yeah. aesthetic to it of trying to find something you want to listen to. Tuning the radio, as you said. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I liked the their intro for that. But then they come out to Dead to Me, Am I the Only One, Overall, Burn My Misery, uh, The Far Side, and Asylum. So, quick set, only six tracks. Yeah. But, like I said, great. so much energy. Sound is so fucking awesome. Um, Yeah. I I love these guys. I want to see them again, and I, I will see them again.
1: If you like Slipknot, and I'm not saying this in a way of everything we just said, but if you like Slipknot check them out, because they have a very similar sound, but in their own way. Yeah.
0: Is that the right way to say it? I, I guess I can see that. I mean, yeah, I the, guess I can see that. That's
1: how I, because I really didn't listen to them. I think I've listened to a few songs, like, on playlists or whatever, but when I heard them at the Metro the first night, like, I got into it right away, because I'm like, this is a little bit like Slipknot. Like, I I mean, I don't want to play it off as, like, it's Slipknot, because yeah. it's not. But I got the sound of like it was like Slipknot.
0: Yeah, Like I, that
1: sound. I, but we've I, we've heard we've seen other bands that, in the past couple weeks that I'm also like, oh, that riff reminds me of Slipknot, yeah, or yeah. this reminds me of Slipknot. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not playing it off that of their daddies are in Slipknot, so that's yep. why it sounds that way.
0: Um, hey. Anyways, <laughs> do
1: you want to talk about the drum set?
0: Uh, uh I mean. Drum kit? we can I, I did notice also that the uh the drum kit had like the Slipknot star on it uh at the metro and then when we were on the rail for the second show I could also see the Slipknot S in there as well yeah. and I was like oh shit that's actually kind of cool
1: yeah and you don't know if it's an old drum kit or if it's just a playoff of like
0: yeah um
1: memorabilia or something a
0: part of me it makes sense now that that's Sean's son oh yeah, yeah. um that I was like oh cool um I don't know whose drum kit it is. Is it an old Joey drum kit? or Oh, that
1: would be even cooler. That
0: would be fucking awesome. Or or what, right? But, um, a part of it is, too, like, when you go on tour and you get a new a new setup, you probably get new equipment. And what do you do with your old equipment? You donate it, you you sell it, you do something. So, like, this sort of, like, cool, this, this kit was used on XYZ tour or whatever. Um, it's still being used today like it's, yeah. it's a musical instrument that's still being played and still you know doing what it was meant to do make music so that was awesome yep um but yeah then we get into our headliner
1: oh
0: okay or uh, is there anything else you want yeah. to say oh
1: that's fine no I'm, I'm good cool
0: good. um bloodywood uh Bloody wood. S- luckily we got to see them Last year we at did. Beat Kitchen. Yes,
1: you. That was really lucky that you saw that article and you jumped on it right away because that show sold out, and I think sold out quick.
0: I don't know how fast it. Yeah. It took oh, I thought it. So, I
1: thought it sold out. Quick. I. I
0: don't know. I can't speak to that. It was a very small venue. Um. And yeah, we got an article. I think from the Pit. And it was Bloodywood's doing their first U.S. tour. Check them out. Tickets go on sale Friday. And. I was like, I have no clue what bloodywood is, what, mm-hmm. and why is this so important. And I looked up the name of the band at that point um, to find out a little bit more information. And it was Indian New Metal, Indian Folk New Metal. Yep. And I was like, huh, I like music from different countries. And especially when you use um, okay. lyrics from like, non-English lyrics. So, just before that, a little bit before that, the Black Box, or Blacklists was out by Metallica. My favorite tracks on, though, are the non-English versions of the songs. So I was like, maybe I'll check this out. This will be awesome. And you say it's folk, so I'm expecting very traditional Indian instruments and music there as well. Yeah. I want to see how this melts together. And I can't remember if I played any of the music I remember telling you and being like she's not going to want to go to this Uh fuck um you... what do I do and I think I just bought them anyway and said we're going you're going to like it drunk.
1: yeah I think I. you might have just bought it but you did play me a song in the car we were on our way to Milwaukee I think and yeah, you that's played about right. one song and I was like okay sure let's check this
0: out and you the way you did it was like eh, we'll go to it yeah I'm not yeah. sold yeah uh, so got the tickets said fuck it It'll, it'll be an experience I think nothing else
1: Like I don't want to talk Too much about Beat Kitchen Because we have A whole podcast on that So yeah, we yeah. can like tag that um, Or link it Or whatever you do um, But I think the tickets Were like 15 bucks
0: It was super cheap So
1: it's like If we hate it
0: It's, we're out it's less than a bucks. dinner Right
1: So it's like It's yeah. fine
0: Um so. so that's how we found out About them And then They announced this Follow up tour this year And I was like Fuck yes, let's go, let's check this out. Um, we did expect, and kind of knew, it's essentially going to be the exact same show yeah. we saw last year.
1: Because they don't have a new album yet. It's the same exact album. They only have
0: their first debut album. Yep. Um, and that was a thing they also mentioned on... The, the live stream. The live stream of like, hey, we're coming to the U.S., tickets going to go on sale. Or they had already been on sale. They, I think they sold a bunch of yeah. shit out already.
1: Yeah. Um, but they were like, tickets are still available for many shows, yep. so
0: if you want to see us, now's the time to do it because we're doing this tour and then you're not going to see us for a long time. Yeah. Because we're going to go back home and we're going to make a new album. Yep. Uh, which I think was the other, like, big announcement other than the bus. The bus, yeah. Um, which, pardon me, was like, uh, I hope they come out with new tracks for this tour. Like, maybe they have one they've already been working like on. Like,
1: we would hear one new thing or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, nope, didn't, didn't get any of that, but that's fine. The, performance the music all of it is fucking phenomenal um let's go through the
1: tracks is it the did you happen to check yet if it's exactly the same as last year
0: i haven't checked if it's oh, exactly okay. the same i imagine it is but i, I have not checked okay. and and the other thing that was cool before getting into the tracks is for beat kitchen raul was closure sick ahead on i-55 north in
1: 2.4 miles you're still on the fastest route. Thanks.
0: Raul was sick and couldn't be yes. at that show. Yes. Yeah.
1: So. And at the time at it, B-Kitchen we're like, we don't know who Raul is? I, I
0: wasn't vocalist. sure if he was the, the. The rapper? The rap vocalist or the growl Hindi vocalist. Um, but he he's the rap vocalist and.
1: And I had no clue. So I didn't know that there was rap in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. so I was curious how that was going to do. They used backing tracks at that time yeah, for him. Yeah. But yeah, this time good. I got to see it. Phenomenal
1: show. And we have, I mean, like I said, we have a whole podcast yeah. on it. So
0: We did get to see him this time, which was awesome. Um, great stage for Fre- horizons by him. Oh my gosh, sure. he is. Uh,
1: yes, he, he puts on, I mean, just as much as um, the Hindi vocalist. Like, yeah. Yeah, so great. All and the guys do. Yeah, yeah.
0: all of them yeah. do. Uh, going over the track listing real quick. We have Gatter. Um. Uh, bsdk exe executable. Uh, Aji, Aj. we're going to fuck, I'm going to fuck a lot of these names up, sorry. Uh, A-A-J is the name of that song. Yeah. Uh, Danadan, Dana Dan, Uh G-Versa, Verzi, G-A-A, we'll, we'll throw them up.
1: Um, <laughs> Just read them on the screen.
0: Zing Zero C, Macha Bahasta, Expect a Riot and Prince. Ari Ari and for the encore Gatter again yes um, which I do remember that from Beat Kitchen Show is they opened with Gatter which is like their big track and they ended with Gatter yep. as well yep. um yep
1: which when they did that again at the Metro I was kind of excited because I think that's the one song that I listened that you played me before yes Joey. yes yep so I think I might I think I might Um, I, no, I don't think i listened to it again between you playing it for me and, um, going to their first show, but the day after the first show at Bee Kitchen, like, I just put it on YouTube or whatever and, like, just listened to that over and over and over. Like, I loved that song. It was so good.
0: Yeah, it's, it's good. It's great. Um, yeah, it, it, it is weird that you come out to it and do it again. Yeah. But you've got, only got limited number of tracks so far, so...
1: Yeah. Which, this is probably the last time we're going to hear them do that.
0: It might be. Because, it might be. unless
1: it's just an ode to, like, them all the time that they come out and do it
0: twice. Maybe, but, but I could see it not. I could see but, them closing on it going yeah. forward.
1: Yeah, going forward, I bet you they're going to close, and they're going to have something else as their opening track, so... And maybe when they write this album, they're going to write something not the same as momento Mori, but, like, that they know this is what we're going to open this with. This is the one we'll open yep. with,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and you usually do that anyway, right? Like, when you tour with a new album, the first track is typically something off that new album. Yeah, yeah. Um, for most bands, anyway. And I wouldn't say for everyone, but most most, most times it is that way. Um, Yeah, definitely been listening to the music videos is a lot more on uh, YouTube as well, or watching them.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's like that dead dog song they have which is yeah. so depressing and like fuck you for making well, it's not that well like dead
1: dog it's like you live your life with this and then there's the sorrow of it passing away
0: I guess <laughs> but like at the end they like do this whole thing about um, stray animals and yeah, yeah. adoption and taking care of animals uh, so very like you know animal focused animal friendly people and that's great like it's that's awesome. I just don't want to think about that shit. Right, and right. whenever I hear the song now, I think of like, oh, there's animals that are being abused and, you know, that don't have loving yes. homes. And it's like, yes. so donate I to, don't want to fucking think about this.
1: <laughs> donate to your local Humane Society or yeah. some animal charity. Um, Feed the Beast is great.
0: That one too, yes. Have
1: we posted that yet? <laughs> um, we can link them again.
0: <laughs> but, yeah... I, I enjoyed their set. I enjoyed everything about it. It was yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Again, yeah. the one thing I will say, I still think the Beat Kitchen show oh my gosh. is a hundred times better than the, these shows. But that's not because these shows were bad. It's because that one was so good, and I think it was the it was so small the smallness of it and yeah. the the um, what's the word I'm looking for intimacy the intimacy of yeah. it right yeah of having like 200 people at most in yeah, this like room and packed jumping
1: probably. Yeah.
0: It, that experience was so great and yeah. like I said these two shows that we saw just as good the only difference is that, that smallness of it and I don't think we're ever going to see that again from this band I no. hope we aren't because no. they're going to get too big I think
1: yeah I mean soon I hope that we're seeing them at like Aragon or you know like something huge like and yeah. selling out the whole thing can you imagine the the floor like, the crowd yeah, at, like, Aragon, when they sell that out, like...
0: Yeah.
1: We're, it, we're putting it out there in the universe. It's going to happen. <laughs> but I had two things. Okay, so one, see me at Beat Kitchen, I loved the crowd. I loved the interaction with the band. Like, I think at Beat Kitchen, they could, like, talk from the stage to the sound soundstage. They could talk to the crowd without microphones. Yep, yep. Like, they didn't need microphones. But the stage was very small. It was, So the yep. presence was still there i'm not saying it wasn't there but like they weren't able to move as much or move around as much where both of these stages were larger so you got the full aspect of their performance and all six of them on stage this time like we said because raul was there yep yep and it was it was fucking phenomenal it was so good
0: that was one thing what was the other thing
1: Oh, both of them. So I liked the crowd, oh, but gotcha, at B gotcha. K- sorry. So I liked the crowd, and then at but at Beat Kitchen, um, the stage was smaller. So like you didn't get that full gotcha, aspect gotcha. of it. Okay. But, that was... Sorry, those are my two things from seeing them at Beat Kitchen. Gotcha. Okay. But I uh, agree, both of these shows were very fucking phenomenal. But Beat Kitchen will probably hands down always be one of my favorite shows.
0: Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent agree with that. And like we said already, it's. The intimacy more than anything yeah I think. yeah it, they didn't it didn't just, like their performance didn't change between these shows they on no. the same performance we did get to see Raul this time Hazard which was reported awesome ahead on i-55 north and half a mile thanks. you're still on the fastest route thanks but yeah it was it was great yeah um i think
1: i think this is ex- i mean granted they're not metallica but i think this experience is like when we went to see metallica 40th and a lot of people are like, oh, I saw them in San Francisco 40 years ago at such such club. Right. Like, they will never forget that experience yeah. And that same thing had. with
0: when they came back and did, like, their... The Metro their, there. Their um, yeah. secret shows. They had yep. one at, I think, the Fillmore in yep. San Francisco and then yep. one at uh, Metro. Yep. And that is probably the smallest venue they're going to play because yep. of who they are yep. now yeah um
1: I mean maybe like us seeing disturbed at the Vic yeah like we'll never get that back I mean, right. not I mean we'll always have those memories but like we'll never see that again yeah
0: exactly so, Yeah. so I mean anyways it was awesome yeah. I they're gonna keep blowing up I hope I they're such a great band yeah uh, I'm excited for new material to come out yeah. It's, yeah it's gonna be a while before we get to see them again unfortunately but when they do come back definitely check them out again yeah um And as we mentioned, Raul wasn't there the first time, and I was wondering how they were going to do that. Um, We've seen a few bands now where uh, Elvetia is... Elveta... whatever. Yeah. Um, However you pronounce that name as well, I suck at this. Um, Krieger couldn't be there for for them as well. So, once again, it was like, how are they going to take care of this? How are they going to accommodate that? Accommodate that and... They did a really unique way where they brought other vocalists out to sing. Um, That night, I was thinking, like, how are they going to do this? Because if it's the Hindi, I doubt Uh, anybody else can sing that aspect. You don't think
1: Griffin can sing Hindi? Well, I I Oh, you mean from Bee Kitchen? From Bee Kitchen, right. Okay, Um,
0: okay. If it's the rap there wasn't a rap component in the first band so in A Killer's Confession well maybe a little one but not not the same way and it's kind of a lot to put on I think a band to say can you come out and sing yeah these lyrics so they ended up doing a backing track for his vocals and that works fine 100% fine um I will say so we saw Spirit Box just before this show uh huh and they use backing tracks heavily yeah in their music as well yeah um And as we talked about during that podcast, I think it works from a composition standpoint of the music. Like, when you listen to the music on Spotify, it's good music. I really enjoy the music. But hearing that backing track live is what's a little off-putting to me at the time. Right. Uh, I'm still sort of on the fence of where I fall, if I like it or not. For Bloodywood, they also use backing tracks for some of the the musical elements um, of their songs. And for the live performances.
1: Okay.
0: And I wasn't as off-put by it as I was. Oh, yeah.
1: But it's very small. And, like, their performances, it overplays the And that's what I'm trying to figure out, is
0: why that is. Yeah. Like, why for Spirit Box I didn't enjoy it, and why for Bloody Wood I enjoyed it more.
1: Yeah. Well, even... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying,
0: And I think you're right, that it's the, the... The element of it isn't the primary focus when spirit box is doing doing it there's nothing else and it's like nobody's
1: playing and it's in the middle of the track and stuff
0: like that at the beginning of the song or at the end of the song I'm fine with that bloodywood had it throughout the entire song don't get me wrong but but then the other elements came in and uh, that then took my focus away from the backing track and the energy on the stage and that's not to say that like spirit box didn't put on a good performance they did I just, I'm trying to figure out why, yeah. why one I'm not as big on, the other one I liked a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do think that. it, I think it has something to do with how it was used, I guess. Yeah.
1: So, before we saw them at B Kitchen, um, and sorry, I feel like we're always going back to B Kitchen, but before we saw them at B Kitchen, we um, were wondering how they were going to do the, I'm going to say Bollywood type parts, it's the traditional like folk parts of their songs, Like, if they were going to have a backing track for all of that, or if they were going to have, like, the flute and the drum come out, which they do um, during the performance. So they do have the traditional instruments, those two, anyways, that they bring to the stage. And, like, the flute is played by the guitarist, which I can't remember what his name is. But, and then the um, Indian drum, the traditional drum, um, I'm sure it has a name, and I apologize to anybody listening to this. Karen. Kieran.
0: Kieran is He's the flutist. The flutist. The flutist. <laughs>
1: um, so he plays the guitar and the flute, um, and with himself. Um, <laughs> uh, <according> to, yeah. <laughs> that's part of the bit of the show, but um, so he stays out there all the time. But then the traditional drum goes off stage when. 'Cause it, not every song has that.
0: Yeah, and there's so
1: he's only on the stage during like eight I don't even know how many songs there are.
0: He's on for a decent number, no, but yeah, his, yeah. when I his, think there's
1: two that he's when not, his element
0: isn't there, he can get off yeah. and get some get some drinks. Yeah. And I think there's cool only off. two
1: songs that he's not on stage. Yeah. And then something else that I noticed none of the bands did that other headliners do, and maybe it's the length of their set, um, is they never did a bit, I mean, they do a bit where like Raul and um, the Hindi vocalists are doing their speech which is very profound. If you ever find it on YouTube or something, like, listen to their speeches because they're very
0: They're very uh, I don't want to say politi- politically charged, but like... In a way. They... How's uh, the word I'm trying to find? But they're definitely like a very positive
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: spin on very not positive thing
1: so there's one against rape rape yeah sexual, sexual assault yeah um and then there's one um against state journalism not i don't think it's journalism in all, as a whole maybe it is journalism as a whole i take it as state journalism
0: i i was taking more of like journalists who are just out to make money and not like I'm going to clickbaity journalism type okay. stuff. Okay, that's, okay, that's a good way to put it.
1: Because I always thought it was, like, state journalism. So it's a good way to have a different perspective on that. Um, and then there's one on um, depression or mental yep. health. Yep. Um, there's one on, um, uh, like, not pushing your limits. But, like, the for, when we heard it at the beat or when they did it at the B Kitchen, it was more on, like... We're a small metal band from India. Like, uh, you don't see people like us. <laughs>
0: if your dreams can come true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our dreams haven't come true yet, but we're working on them. Yeah. Your dreams probably haven't come true either, so don't stop working. Yeah.
1: Like, so don't put limits on yourself, yeah, basically, yeah. is what it is. Um, is that all of them? I think so. Okay. And they all have to do with the song as well. Yeah, it leads into the song. Yeah. So it's So it, it's a good way to add that element to, like, what the song is about because a lot of it is in Hindi, so if you don't know Hindi, which we don't, um, then at least you kind of have an idea of what you're yeah. listening to or what is going on, so.
0: Yeah, um, all in all, fucking phenomenal time. Yes. All the yes. bands I enjoyed yes. a lot. Yes. Um, I had a blast. I, it's gonna be a little while before we see him live again, and a little disappointed in that but i'm excited hopefully to see couple,
1: what, hopefully just a couple years yeah
0: and i'm excited to see what they come out with yeah, so yeah, me too, me too. Uh, their first album was so great and like just can't wait to see more i want more of everything they're doing well they
1: did uh yeah i can't wait to see a show again um i even told brian this morning like if we knew where they were going to be and we didn't have plans this week i would have traveled again to yeah. see them because it's so good
0: that's true too. Like Chicago to St. Louis is like a four-hour drive, so yeah, it's yeah. super quick down. And it worked out that it was the weekends so It is we the
1: weekend. Yeah, didn't
0: have to work, yeah. and we make it work. So yeah, um, it's awesome. If you get the chance to see them live; they're phenomenal. I don't think this will be posted while well. they're still touring, unfortunately. But uh,
1: check it out in a couple of years after they make some new music,
0: and just check them out now. Listen. Yeah, to Yeah, listen
1: to their music now for sure.
0: But when you get the opportunity to see them live, yeah. they're a hundred percent worth it. So. Jump on those
1: tickets right away. So
0: yeah. Um, anyway, I, I don't have anything else. Unless you have anything else, nope. This was a great show. Nope.
1: Great show. Great trip. Uh, great two shows. Yep. So Even though it was the
0: exact same show for both yep. bands, are yep. all the bands both nights? Um, it did not detract from that. Whatsoever.
1: No, no, no. It was it was phenomenal. So
0: awesome. Well, we'll uh, we'll see you.
1: Bye.